0: There is a fountain filled with blood, drawn from Emmanuel's veins, and sinners plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stains. Welcome to Preach the Word with Brother Dean Carmichael of Greenspaw. And now let's welcome our dear friend, Brother Dean. Alright friends, welcome back to Preach the Word with Dean Carmichael. We are here looking at the life of Joseph, the son of Jacob. And he's one of the the four important people of the book of genesis now joseph is the fourth we've talked about abraham we've talked about isaac jacob and now we are looking at joseph and this message we are going to really look at how joseph is a type of jesus christ the title of the message is joseph the son of jacob a type of jesus christ now the context here is genesis chapter number 37 through chapter number 45 our main text is 37 1 through 11 we'll read those in just a minute joseph the son of jacob he is the most complete type of jesus christ in all the Bible. we're in the old testament here in the genesis stage which is 1898 to 1806 that's joseph's timeline that's his in, in the bc time frame that is joseph's years and that that word a type let's let's focus in on that all throughout the book of genesis there are many types in this podcast we have covered many types we've talked about isaac and rebecca how they are a type of jesus christ and his church how abraham a type of god the father sent out his unnamed servant eliezer but he was unnamed in the story because he's a type of the Holy Spirit to find his son Isaac a bride. Nothing more than a type of Jesus Christ and his church. Even Laban in that story is a type of the world. In this story, a type is a divinely appointed illustration of some scriptural truth that is derived from the Greek word tupos, which is an impression, a stamp, a pattern, or a form. A type must never be used to teach a doctrine, but only to illustrate a doctrine elsewhere explicitly taught. That's from Dr. J. Edwin Hartle. Remember that. A type is never used to teach a doctrine, but only to illustrate a doctrine elsewhere explicitly taught. Now, we come to Genesis chapter 37. Let's read together verse 1 through 11. And Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being seventeen years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him, and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and told his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream, which I have dreamed. For behold, We were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? And shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams, and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it, his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun, and the moon, and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told his father, and to his brethren, and his father rebuked him, and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I, and thy mother, and thy brethren, indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observe the same. Now before we go on, if you actually flip on your own time to the book of Revelation in chapter number 12, verse 1 and 2, that woman there mentioned that wonder in heaven that is referring to this verse that is none other than a symbol of the nation Israel and how Jesus Christ would would come out of the nation Israel. the, the God manifested in flesh he would come through the nation Israel. And there is a lot of misconceptions in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, that that is the Virgin Mary or even the church. And replacement theology is, is tried to use to replace Israel with the church. You can't confuse the two. That is, indeed, the nation Israel. Now, we come back here to Genesis chapter number 37, um, and we're, we're looking here at Joseph. and. Joseph as a type of Christ. Now let's let's focus on these verses. We will look a little more on the life of Joseph in the next podcast. Have a a message that will really look at his life as a summary. But right now let's focus on him regarding being a type of Jesus Christ. First of all, let's look at his caption. The name Joseph Alright, Joseph actually has two names. We know early in his life, of course, he's given the name Joseph, but also later on in life, he's given the name, bear with me here, Zaphnath Penea. That is actually the, the name that he's given later on. But both of his names typify the Lord Jesus Christ. For example, Joseph, let him add, he increases, Is symbolic of the earthly nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Joseph means adding. Genesis 30, verse 24. And she called his name Joseph and said, The Lord shall add to me another son. The first Adam was the great subtractor. The last Adam is the great adder. Through the one, men became lost. By the other, all who believed are saved. Christ is the one who adds. To heaven's inhabitants, it was to this end that he came to this earth, tabernacled among men for more than thirty years, and then died on the cross. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and it die, it abideth alone; but if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. That whole that whole of text there was quoted by A. W. Pink, going back to talking about the first Adam. We see that the name Joseph means let him add; He increases. That is exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ does. The only way you can be saved, the only way I can be saved, is only through the name Jesus Christ. On my Preach the Word Facebook page that I have, if you you want to follow that, it is facebook.com forward slash Dean Carmichael Jr., And I I posted a, a quick little article. And the caption of that, I believe, might have grabbed some viewers' attention. And it was the... That America, rather, I was about to say the church. But it was, America does not need revival. America needs to be regenerated. And... In that article, I, I really tried to address uh, the, the misconception that's going around today that America needs a revival. America need oh, we need a revival. We can't have a revival. And that's not a very popular thing to say, but we cannot have a revival because America has not been regenerated. We've got to understand something. When a person is saved, they are saved individually. We cannot get saved as a nation unless we individually all get saved that's very important you understand that you cannot save your entire neighborhood your entire house it doesn't work that way a person gets saved individually and the only way a person gets saved is through trust and faith in the lord jesus christ that's the only way There's got to be repentance. That's a change of mind. You have to understand that. Repentance is a change of mind toward God and sin. And you're putting your trust and faith all in one person. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, going back to that article I was talking about, that post that I had made, I'm going to quote verbatim what I wrote here. Uh, Can America experience a revival? The answer is simply no. America cannot. Why? Well, because America is not regenerated. Salvation is a personal decision. If America were to unanimously agree that we are to be called a Christian nation, put God back in schools, ban abortion, and ensure the Ten Commandments were placed in all courtrooms, that would be great, but it would not guarantee the salvation of one soul. How true that is. The only way to salvation is is through Jesus Christ. And I begin quoting here the book of Acts. Be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at not of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there is there salvation in any other? For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's Acts 4, 10 through 12. I continue on. It is not America that needs a revival. It's very important that we understand that. It's those in the church who are not fulfilling the great commission who need a revival. Thank God for our country, but let's not lose sight of what America really needs, regeneration. Let's do what the Bible says, be law-abiding citizens, live peaceably among men, render to Caesar what is Caesar's and God what is God's, but not lose sight of what we have been called and given authority to do. Let's go out and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to every creature. As Dr. J. Vernon McGee used to say, the whole word to the whole world. And that's the end of the article there. The name Joseph means adding. Let him add. He increases. That's exactly what Jesus Christ does. Joseph, in his name, was a type of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ is the one who adds. He's the only one who gives salvation. He's the only name under heaven in which we can be saved. Now the second name here that was given later to Joseph by Pharaoh, the name Zaphnath paneah means a revealer of secrets. And it's symbolic; it's a type of the divine nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. Joseph was a revealer of secrets in many ways. He revealed the hearts of both his father, his brothers. When the Lord Jesus came, he revealed the heart of the father as well as exposing the heart of his brethren john chapter 1 verse number 18 no man has seen god at any time the only begotten son which is the bosom of the father he hath declared him joseph was given his second name by by pharaoh and this was because of his wisdom his understanding and in interpreting the dreams go back and study the life of joseph and you'll see that jesus christ has all wisdom and understanding. The fact that Joseph was able to have this wisdom, have this understanding, it was all a type of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Psalms 147 verse 5, Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Quoting Adam Clark here, it says, His understanding is infinite. To his intelligence there is no number, Though he numbers the stars, his understanding is without number. It is infinite. Therefore, he can know as he can do all things. That's Adam Clark there. There are many titles for for Jesus. Lord, King, Creator, Alpha and Omega, etc. There's are there, so many. The two names are Jesus and Christ. The name Jesus means Savior. This was his earthly name given to him because he would save his people from sin. Bible says in Matthew 1:21, "And she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The name Christ means Messiah. The anointed one. David Cloud says Messiah refers to the fact that Jesus was anointed by the Spirit of God and is the one chosen by God to be Lord and Savior. That's David Cloud. His Word of Life Encyclopedia of the whole Bible, I believe, uh, I think I have revision seven of it. I would highly recommend that. I think it's on Amazon. Uh, search that and, and find it, get it. Uh, very, very, very highly recommended. Bible says in Isaiah 11, verse 1 through 5, And there shall come forth a rod out of the, st- the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge in the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equality for the meek of the earth, and he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breadth of his lips shall he slay the wicked, and righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. Quoting here, it says that, It is striking to notice that the lordship of Christ is never divorced from his saviorhood. Wherever he is presented to us in the pages of the New Testament as our precious savior, he is also mentioned as God's anointed one. End quote. So we see here, first of all, Referring to Joseph and how he's a type of Jesus Christ, first of all, there's his caption. We're talking about the name of Joseph, his different names and how it's a type of Jesus Christ, but also his career. The Bible says in verse number two there, it says, Joseph being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. Matthew fifteen twenty four says that he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Joseph, as a shepherd feeding the flock, points to the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ, who, inclined by the needs of, of, of others, he, he inclined to the needs of others. Bible says in Matthew 9, verse 36, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, having no shepherd. Quoting A.W. Pink again, He said, no figure of Christ is more beautiful than this. Our favorite psalm, Psalm 23, presents him in this character. One of our earliest conceptions of the Savior as children was as the good shepherd. The figure suggests his watchful care, his unwearied devotion, his tender solitude, his blessed patience, his protecting grace, his matchless love in giving his life for the sheep. That's A-W-P. Not only his caption, but his career. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. There is no other way to be fed than by the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, if you are a, a Christian today who your life is unfulfilled, you don't have the peace and joy that you once had, that is simply because... We are not in fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ like we should be, or perhaps we're being tried, we're being tested, and maybe we need to put more faith in him. I don't know, obviously, uh, your, your, your direct uh, issue. I don't know the specific problem, but I do know one thing. The solution to the problem is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Spend some time alone with him. Ask him to help you. Uh, spend time in his word it's very very important it's the only way uh, that we'll ever be fed we try so hard so many different ways to be fed and ways to grow and mature but as the Lord Jesus said without me ye can do nothing last of all or excuse me actually two more points here um, but his character it says and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah with the sons of Zilpah his father's wives Joseph brought them to his father their evil report. Now obviously he doesn't earn any brownie points for this and uh, you know no one likes a rat, right? That there's this unwritten rule today that's going to get a lot of people in trouble and that is the unwritten rule of not ratting out people and not uh really it, you're not telling the truth. Uh please understand something. If somebody does something wrong and because of some some unwritten code or unwritten rule you're not going to uh, rat on that person. I keep saying that, but you're obviously what you're doing is you're a liar. You're not telling the truth. Withholding the truth makes you a liar. Please understand that. And Joseph was a very honest young man. And he was upright. And he was a godly young man. And because of that, his brothers absolutely hated him. He displayed his character by opposing evil and speaking the truth. You want to make enemies today? Right there. Speak the truth. I'm not talking about being obnoxious and voicing your opinion in a very rude way. Some people try to act like um, that. that's a, a great trait to have. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about speaking the truth. There are two different things there. Okay, Voicing our opinions and being loud about it and being overly obnoxious about I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about simply speaking the truth. Opposing evil. Joseph did not give um, his father an evil report because he was trying to be spiteful. Simply because it was the truth. That—that that, I mean, hey, if his brothers didn't want to get in trouble, maybe they should live upright the same way Joseph did if if they would have done what they were supposed to have done Joseph wouldn't have given his father an evil report it's simple as that Joseph loved the truth he was upright saying nothing about what his brothers did would have only meant that he partook in it he would have turned he would have turned a blind eye to it he if you know of someone who is being bullied and you're watching the bully bully them You may not actually be the person getting bullied. You may not actually be the one who's bullying. But guess what? By not doing anything about it, you are partaking in that. Please understand that. James 4 verse 17, we can take this even further. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Because of his uprightness, because of his honesty, he was absolutely hated. John chapter 7 verse 7. The world cannot hate you, but me, this is Jesus talking, but me, it hates, because I testify of it, that the works thereof are evil. Reading here in John 8:40, But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Please understand something here. His character led his his brothers to hate him joseph's character is what made him a type of jesus christ i tell you you want to be like jesus christ you want others to see him in you speak the truth oppose evil you'll you'll be like christ study that bible stay in your bible Uh, read psalms chapter number one you'll be like christ stay devoted to him love him with all your heart love the truth you're not despising the the sinner, but you're despising sin. the 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 very thought of lying, the very thought of sinning, uh, may, makes you sick. It, it you you can't you you don't even want to. It it, it doesn't appeal to you. You you'll make enemies that way. Believe me, that is uh, you you'll be hated uh, for 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 living that way. Another way, our last point here, is his coat. In Genesis 37, it says, uh, verse 3, Now Israel, that's that's Jacob. Remember Jacob? Uh, the name Jacob means crooked and deceitful. He was a trickster. He was cunning. And God changed his name to Israel, which means prince. One who has power with God. That, that wrestling match there with, with Jacob and the Lord Jesus Christ, the pre-incarnate Christ. Jacob was crooked and deceitful and he had a meeting with god and walked away with a limp a different walk and a new name Uh, but now israel loved joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he had made him a coat of many colors that coat that that joseph wore think about that just for a minute that coat was designed just for him by his father and it was put on by his father God had. He's put something on every one of his children. That's his righteousness. Of the garment, this garment, literally, it represents our change in Romans 3.22. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all that believe, for there is no difference. Ephesians 4, verse 24, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So we see here that Joseph, the son of Jacob, a type of Jesus Christ. He is a a perfect type of Jesus Christ in the Bible. And we see that not only through his caption, uh, but most importantly, we, we see it there through his career and then his character. And then we also saw his his coat there. And it, it, that's a reminder of what Jesus has done for us and how our father has put a coat on us. And we've been declared righteous through the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope this was a blessing to you. Until next time, may the Lord bless you. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Thank you for listening to Preach the Word with Brother Dean Carmichael from Greensboro. You can email Brother Dean Preach the Word 87 at Outlook.com. Preach the Word 87 at Outlook.com. You also can follow our dear friend Brother Dean Carmichael on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Dean Carmichael Jr.